This is Trash Talk with your host, Garrett the Trash Man. Buen dia a todos. Soy el hombre de basura. Garrett the Trash Man. What's up, everybody? Word. You ready to podcast? Yeah. All right. Everyone already knows everything. Let's just jump into it. Okay. What you got to rant about? I had an interesting experience this week. An interesting thought. Uh-huh. That I guess I have thought before, but it was much more meaningful and like profound to me. Okay. And so I'm just going to jump in. So I was sitting there thinking, and I was thinking how at times, like, I'll meet someone. Like, I'll meet a new client, <clears throat> a new employee, or just someone, and, you know, They'll make a request to me, and I'll be like, yeah, sure, I can commit to that. Boom, I help them, bada-bing, I jump all in. You know, we, we do it powerfully, it's great, voila, it's done. Boom, good experience, mm-hmm. you know, useful experience. And then I had this thought like, man, that was cool. And then there's times when I find myself, like, when I'm just doing my own stuff, mm-hmm. that's, you know, it is for other people, but let's be honest, like, the main benefit of it is going to be for me or my family. Anything we do. Exactly. Is, yeah, because it, you know, it's better off for us. Exactly. And and I'll be like lagging in it or procrastinating or just like in a funk, like, man, just like not being able to get through it. And I've realized like, man, if I can with so little context – and hardly knowing someone, jump in and be as committed and create as powerfully in a situation like I shared before, mm-hmm. like, why would I not be tenfold committed to myself? Yeah, why don't I show up for myself like that? Yeah, like, wh- why am I w- – th- that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Like, why would I not be that committed to myself and, like – what I've got going on that I'm clear that I want in my life. Like, that just seems silly to me. Or someone who is close to me and means a lot to me, why would I not be that committed to them and what they need? Well, and (laughs) I think even, like, a deeper or harder question, not even harder, but it goes back to the importance of hierarchies of commitments. And I'll tell you this, this is real messy for me. If you will show up for someone that is important, let's say your spouse, so powerfully committed in different ways, but then don't show up for yourself with that person in such a powerful or committed way. I don't know if that makes sense, but say that again. Like you'll show up, say for your spouse in a very, very committed way of what you want to produce for him or her doing for, but then you don't show up for yourself in regards to that person. Oh, yeah, yeah, I hear you now. And that, I don't know, that for me is something really tough that, you know, I'm in the, you know, that's tough to work out. It can yeah. be tough. Absolutely. But the thing that I want to point out that gets back to is, like, you're number one. Yeah. Show up for yourself. <laughs> because without you, there's not the rest of the world. Yeah, like, if you're not good... You know, things aren't going to go good. Like, if, if if there's a whole bunch of mess going on with you, like, you're not going to be able to do other things for other people in the way that you would want to. Mm-hmm. And if you are, it's temporary. Yeah. It won't be something that's sustainable. 
And I just find it so interesting that like, I mean, and I don't want to speak for other people, but I would guess that people have a similar situation that like, I know I do that. I'm like, what is wrong with like, and not like what is wrong with me, but like, that's just so stupid to yeah. do. Uh-huh. Like, why not like be committed to myself and those closest to me? And that doesn't mean like I'm being selfish. No. Yeah. And even if it does, like, who cares? Yeah. Like, like without you, there's not the rest of your world. Yeah. So you got to be number one. Absolutely. And so anyways, that's my rant. Like, man, if you aren't committed to you and like what you want and you're not showing up in your life that way. Like I know I'm that, that that's something that's been present to me this week and I've been thinking about it, look at working on it and there's plenty of work to do around it. Like, yeah, that's, that's my invitation is like, look at it and say like, Hey, well, what can I change here? Yeah. Well, and I think that's the best gift you can give to the world because it's such a special thing to be around a committed person. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that commitment starts with with yourself. So, all right, dude. Well, my rant may take some people off guard, may, may not. I don't know. But it's something that's just really been been bugging me, been festering with me. And what it is is kindness. I've had an absolute enough of it. Like I said, this may catch some people (laughs) off guard. But let's stop with the kindness crap. This be kind bullcrap. Kindness is the excuse that social justice warriors are using to control how we think, control how we act. And like that's the excuse that so much, so many people right now are getting like that's the uh, stick that's being wielded. Kindness stick to beat people into being inauthentic and not saying what they believe is true. Don't don't be kind. Like say tell the truth. That telling the truth is much more important than being kind. Ooh. Don't be kind. Be committed to what you want to create in life. And, like, that doesn't mean that, like, you have to treat people bad and do all this. But kindness has been morphed into such a, I don't know, in my view, a disgusting thing. Yeah. Of it's been violate re- yourself for others. Yeah. No. No. Don't do that. Don't do that. Freaking stand up for yourself. It goes right along with your yeah. freaking be committed to yourself. Yeah. All right. And like this is outside of like having empathy, which yeah. I think is very important. Um, listening to others, caring for others. But this whole kind idea, like everyone's feelings or what's going on over them has to go before you. No. If everyone shows up, stands up for themselves, then we can work it out. You know what that makes me think of? What? John Wayne. Sean Wayne, what's he say? I've been so I've been having my kids watch John Wayne movies because when I get home and if they're watching a movie, it's like some retarded thing that like just I don't want my kids watching. Mm-hmm. So I'll go get my wife's phone, turn that movie off, and I'll put on a John Wayne or mm-hmm. an old western. And you want to know why? And here's a perfect example. One of my favorite movies. It's the Hondo with John Wayne in it. There's a six-year-old kid. And he's helping this widow and her six-year-old son out on a farm and ranch out in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And this kid wants to fish. And he's fishing, but with the sun at his back, and the fish can see the shadows. Mm-hmm. Okay, And this goes along with your being kind. And instead of telling the kid how to fish or telling the kid um, like some special trick, he just says, listen, like the fish can see your sa- shadow, so you're not catching anything. And he says, well, what do I do? He says, fish on the other side of the river. 
says, I can't swim. He says, how old are you? Six. Grabs him, throws him in the river. <laughs> Mom comes running over. He says, what are you doing? He's going to drown. He says, no, I'm not. He'll learn how to swim because that's what happened to me. Uh-huh. And guess what? Some people might think he's mean and rude. Mm-hmm. But guess what? The kid learned how to swim. So one, he learned how to save his life if he ever fell in the water. Yep. And secondly, he learned how to fish because he swam across, caught a fish, and that's what they ate for dinner. Yep. Boom. Like, yeah. that's what it makes me think of. It was like, the world is distorted what kindness is. Yep. Mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's like, uh, instead of disciplining your kids, if you just give them what they want every every time because you're being kind to them. It's the same with people that you interact in life. Like, and like I, it's crazy to me that this is even political and because it's our podcast, we can go wherever, but I don't plan on this podcast being uh, political, but like the... Like, I think one of the main upfront things is, like, with freaking transgender people. It's like, yeah. be kind. Call them what they want to be called. No. Like, if that's not what they are, then no. <laughs> like, yeah. because what they want doesn't get to control me. Yeah. Like, I, I'm going to be honest of what how I see the world and what I see the world as. And, like, it doesn't help anyone to just cater to them. Especially if that doesn't align with, like, where we are. Yeah, and, absolutely. And if their reality is that that's true or whatever is true, that's fine. But that doesn't get to control yours. Oh, so. well, I like that. That also brings up, and, and I think anybody who owns a business will relate to this. Anytime you, in the effort to be what social media or, or, or society will call kind nowadays to a client or customer – it creates so many more messes down the road. Yep. If you give them whatever they want because in, you're you're doing it in the in in, in to be kind, quote unquote. Um, oh, it creates so many messes. But if you bring value, if you tell them, okay, this is what works for us, and this is the value we're going to bring, and this is what it's going to do for you. Oh man, so many times they'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, no, that 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 works absolutely for me. And guess what? Everyone's still good. Yeah, you weren't unkind. Yeah, you know it's not like someone's pissed and has hurt feelings. They're just like, okay, yeah, that works. Yeah, kill, kill kindness. Not <laughs> kill them be- with kindness. Just kill kindness. Ooh, <laughs> are we gonna make a hashtag? Hashtag kill kindness. Instead, be authentic and honest. Much better. Much better way to go about it. Mm, I like it. All right, dude, so let's say thank you, Larson Ways, world's best trash company. John, we've got an interesting topic mm-hmm. that we're going to explore a little bit. And it's how to how to add a little spice to life. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we need to have Tyler say that for us. <laughs> how to how to keep life interesting, keep it keep it going, which is is I think a great topic because um I could definitely see you being this way too, John. Actually, I've got a sense that you are this way from some conversations that we have. But me personally, I'm a little bit obsessive. Like I start something and I stay with it and I obsess and that's like all that's on my mind. That's all that I do. And so it's very easy business-wise, like just fill my life with business and not changing, not variety, not anything. And I've had to be intentional about, okay, listen, I'm going to – um, I'm going to take 
this many days this year to go go enjoy some hobbies I like. I'm going to go snowboarding three times. I'm going to go mountain biking two times. Because if not, I'll look back and I haven't gone in three years. Yep. Uh, it's not that I'm not, like, miserable or, like, oh, but, like, it is not my default to go have variety in my life. Absolutely. I will stay in the rut and I will just not move. Mm-hmm. And so, for me, it's super important to put in that variety. And I'll, I'll, I'll let you talk, John. I know I've got a, got a, a <laughs> habit of just You're good. Th- throwing you some stuff you. out there. But um, uh, when we brought this up, I said, oh, yeah, I've got something I've been working on with that. And it's something that I think a lot of people um, can relate to. And you've definitely been responsible around it. Um, and I would say – what I'm thinking of is time and in this concept of time, something that takes a lot of people's times and that is social media mm-hmm. and, and whether it's social media or anything that's just brainless like that, I really enjoy reading books of people because, uh, like people I look up to, I find a lot of people that I'm like, I want to emulate them. I like what they did with their life. Um, they didn't, waste time there was too much to grab in life to know to do to experience who i'm thinking in particular and and you recommended his autobiography is theodore roosevelt old teddy man that guy it's like you could easily spend you know many many hours a week on social media on tv shows and uh, that's not that tv shows don't give you value but i mean like the mindless watching Mm -hmm. there's nothing to do let me pull out my phone and be entertained. Like, I've got nothing. I love movies, and I love a good TV show. And there's a difference between, like, I'm excited to see this TV show. Let's watch an episode or two. And I'm numbing myself. It's no different than getting drunk with alcohol. Yep. Like, I'm turning off the world and going numb and just hearing and seeing and, like, dumbly watching. Yeah. And... Same with social media. Hence, binge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think it's the same with social media. There's times where I think it's created quite a bit of value for me and my wife. We'll sit down sometimes and both hop on one and just be sending funny things back and forth. And we're laughing and it's it's great. And then there's other times where it's like we, we're zombies. And uh, and what I've realized is like, I'm like, I don't have time is the only finite resource. Yeah. And like. I can't, I, I can't, there's too much I want in life that it panics me to think, oh, I'm just like, I'm putting myself to sleep. Like, and if I'm going to do that, hey, at least sleep. Because that, <laughs> that brings some value. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. <laughs> so I think part of that, that like spice, like I, I mention all that because you hear so often, like probably the number one excuse of not doing anything, anything that's out there time i don't have enough time but we all have the same amount of time in any given day mm-hmm. and you look at someone like teddy roosevelt and you look at someone like me at my worst and those things aren't like we have the same amount of time yep. but one is grabbing life living life having experiences like living a full life and the other option is not Ooh. and like i say Take the former. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's kind of one thing that why I suggest the uh, 
this subject today is because I think it was probably one of my first rants. I had just got done hunting out at the old Blue Roost. I don't know if you remember yep, this. Yep, I do. And I, literally, it was the first day I had taken off to just go do something fun in like a year. Mm-hmm. And I was literally like, I literally looked back and I'm like, man, I accomplished a lot in the last year, but like, I have no fun memories. Yeah, and you might have accomplished ten times if you would have, yeah. if you would have gone twice a week out. And uh, exactly. And the other part is, is that like. I had another experience just this week where someone asked me to go to lunch and I was on the phone and I was at home and I was like, yeah, yeah, we can go to lunch with day. Boom. Scheduled it. Boom. And my wife's like, hey, listen, that's all great and I'm happy for you, but like never happens in our marriage. Like, you know, we, we, we. Your wife's standing up for herself. I love it. That's that's exactly what I was speaking to. Exactly. And my, and she was just like, listen, like. Why can't we like? Why can't that happen in our relationship, in our marriage? Like, if you know, you, you and she, her saying this to me, you have made this, like, you know, you say how committed you are to it. Like, I'm not experiencing that right now. And I said, and I luckily I was able to say, great, let's create it. When? She says, I don't know. And I said, Friday? Yes, great. Where do you want to go? I don't know. We're going here. Great. Boom. Scheduled it. It's in the phone. Time frame. We're gonna go here. We're gonna do some shopping afterwards. Bada bing, bada boom. What I'm getting at is, with, with those two examples, is like, man, I'm the king of falling into the mundane mm-hmm. and just the grind and not really spicing things up. And I think it's so important. And I also want to touch on the fact that I, I also want to ask you a question and, and, and shift just a slight viewpoint of, like, I've got some things I'm working on, but they're a long process stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not quick, you know, two-week yeah. project, you know. Handled. Handled. Yeah. It's, it, they're they're going to be long processes of stuff. Starting businesses, you know, and that's that's a process. It's mm-hmm. not an event. And you're committed to it, and you're in the midst of it. But sometimes, you know, just eating that elephant bite by bite gets mundane, mm-hmm. you know. And I find myself at times being like, you know, just kind of taking the bite after the bite. I have to at times like stop myself and look at the big picture again and get myself excited again. Realize like, hey, listen, this bite by bite section sucks a little bit. Mm-hmm. Cool, whatever. Like doesn't matter because I know what I'm committed to. And I wanted to touch on that as well of like, yeah, man, if you're up to something and – there's some mundaneness to it. Like, remember why you got yourself into it. Yeah. And like, I love what you're saying there. And I found myself like this, this idea of um, being free from money, um, having financial freedom. Um, a lot of times it's talked about like it's some dollar amount against debt that is reached, which I don't, I don't agree with. I think it's, your relationship with money mm-hmm. does how much money you have control your internal state. And I found that idea of like internal state and what controls you plays a huge role in my, uh, my life and how I'll be acting mm-hmm. where say I am in these big projects where it's like, you know, me stepping out for a day and going shooting, calling a buddy and going riding a dirt bike or whatever, or maybe it's even smaller than that, whatever, but actually just stepping away. Like, I find myself that if I'm not really being careful, 
I'll be ran by like this story of like the perceptions that someone might have of me yeah. and like people that probably aren't even thinking of me or, or not, or even people that I do care about that are experienced me is totally committed. But I've told myself like, man, if I'm not here longer than them, leave after them, then like, it's not going to be the same, which it's my experience has been that when I'm really showing up, time has nothing to do with if people are experiencing me committed. Yeah. Like if I'm showing up and like when I'm with them, like it's all in and they know they've got all of me and it's go like I could then be gone for the next week and it doesn't matter. And then I can come back and go harder with that. So I think it's really important when that, when you're looking at, Hey, these things I'd want to do. And I'm not saying that's in every case. I'm just sharing that, that I found that for myself to be true. Make sure you're not telling yourself these stories that don't make any sense of other people's perception because then you're just being controlled by other people. Yep. And that's, uh, I mean, goes back to the whole kindness thing. Nope. Stand up for yourself. Be authentic to yourself. Yeah. So I like what you're saying, John. Well, thank you. You know, listening to us talk about this, all I'm really hearing is intentionality. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, man. Live life on purpose. Live life on purpose. And that is something that is in a very like I I hope my words can express in some way how strongly I feel about this. I do not want my life to be an accident. Mm-hmm. I want to be at the end of my life and be like, hey, made plenty of mistakes, that's fine. But it was not an accidental thing. Yep. You know, like I meant to do everything I did and like I didn't just let it pass me by. Mm-hmm. It wasn't up for grabs. Yep. Like that that is a big time no go. Things didn't just happen to me and I flowed along and ended mm-hmm. up where I ended and maybe it was good, maybe it wasn't, whatever. Yep. No, that's that. Mm, that that puts a knot in my stomach. Like mm-hmm. as we t- think, as I think about it right now, I'm like, ugh. Love it, dude. No good ski. All right, dude. Love it. Let's end with one more question for you, John. Mm. Did you catch an elbow in a basketball game? Oh, this whole not, this this shiner right here. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I did. <laughs> Old Johnny on the freaking hardwood catching an elbow. Well, funny thing is, is. Actually, this is not an elbow. This is Porter Caldwell's noggin, and he has got a hard head. Porter, you idiot. <laughs> oh. But then I uh, I did catch a freaking big old fat fence builder's finger right in the eyeball last night. Damn it, Devin. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't him. It was a different guy. And and I wear a mouthpiece because I've broken my teeth four times as well in playing basketball. Mm-hmm. And I looked at at someone on my team, and I said, man, I'm going to have to start wearing goggles too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're spicing it up playing some sport. I even look up to that, dude. I need to do more of that in my life, or I, I intend to do more of that. Not, not that yep. I need to. I'm going to create it. Sweet. All right. Appreciate you guys listening. Talk to you next week. Peace. Peace.